Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for March 9th, 2020. So I was teaching on uh, the power of your words, right? I was teaching on speak the word only. And actually, I'm not done with that series. So I was up to speak the word only part 15. I'm going to go back to it after I spend a couple of weeks doing something that I'm led to do right now. So with with everything going on uh, in the United States and the world with this coronavirus disease, I'm just led to teach on fear and and reasons why not to fear. So uh, for the next few weeks, we're going to deal with some reasons, reason after reason after reason why you should not fear, right? Fear is not of God. Do not allow your heart to be troubled. Do not be afraid. Fear is not of God. Do not fear. So I'm going to give you reasons why not to fear. I'm going to lay a foundation for fear this morning. And really the first reason I'm going to deal with is because God told you not to fear, because God said not to. And if God tells you not to do something, then you shouldn't do it, right? So reasons why not to fear. This is part one. Let's get into it. So first of all, laying uh, like a foundation for fear. I want to establish a couple of things. I have three things I'm going to share with you about fear before we really kind of get into the the whole reasons part. So laying the foundations about fear, you got to understand fear, have some some thoughts about something. You would never maximize something you do not understand. So first of all, number one is fear is an emotion, right? And emotions are, are meant to be a blessing to us and not a curse, not a burden. So emotions... Are, are meant to help us to really have and enjoy life. Emotions can enable us, but if uncontrolled, emotions can cripple us. Emotions become a problem when you cannot control your emotions. Uncontrolled emotions can ruin people's lives. As a born-again believer, we are supposed to rule over our emotions and not allow our emotions to rule over us. You are a spirit, you possess a soul, and you live in a body. Your emotions is part of your soul. Your soul, that's your mind, your emotions, your will, your thinker, your feeler, your chooser, the way you think, the way you feel, the way you make decisions. Your spirit is supposed to rule over your soul. You can tell your feelings how to feel. You, the real you, your spirit, you don't have to be Uh, ruled by your emotions. You're supposed to rule your emotions and fear is an emotion. All right. Number two, laying the foundation, fear is aroused by a threat that is either real or imagined, right? So in the cases where the threat is real, then fear must be channeled and it must be controlled. So if, if there's a real threat, and fear is coming because of a real threat, you can still control that fear. You can't, that doesn't mean just because the threat is real that the fear has to rule your heart. Uh, no, you can control the fear. You can channel that fear. You can actually use it for good. In cases where the threat is, is actually not real, but imagine that's where the Bible teaches us to cast down ungodly imaginations or images. So what the devil does is he knows that we live by images, right? So uh, even when I speak words, these words create images. For for example, if I were to say to you, do not picture an elephant with his big ears and long trunk, you already pictured the elephant. If I were to say to you, please do not picture a sunflower with the yellow petals, then you've already seen a sunflower in your mind. And so, so what the devil does is he paints, just like God paints images, the devil is painting images and images of, of fear and failure and unbelief and doubt. 
and he paints images of you getting the coronavirus, for example, which is what I'm dealing with now, or whatever. So he's going to give you these ungodly images. And so now this threat is not even a real threat. It's a perceived threat. It's an imagined threat. And the Bible says that you can cast down those ungodly imaginations. And you have to do this because Satan thrives on fear. Daily, Satan is stopping people from performing God's will in their lives by simply posing imagined threats before them. And so just by giving them a thought of fear, a thought of failure, a thought of this or that, there are people that are stopping, like literally stopping themselves. They're not performing the will of God just because of the thought that the enemy put in their mind. And so when you think of the coronavirus disease, the coronavirus disease is a real threat. It's it's in this world right now. And so it's spreading. So it's not that it's a, an imagined threat, but what the devil does is that he then uses a real threat to put imagined threats in your mind and in your heart about you and your family. And if you don't control this stuff, it you literally can become a prisoner in your own mind trapped by fear. Like if you don't control these Negative imaginations. That's Second Corinthians, Second uh, Corinthians chapter ten, verses three through five. The Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And so we're supposed to bring every thought unto the obedience of Christ. And so the way that 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 scripture is written there is uh, he talks about uh, Paul talks about strongholds and images or imaginations, and then thoughts, and it's written backwards. So thoughts create images, and images, if uncontrolled, can create a stronghold. And listen, I'm telling you, this is some serious stuff. You got to control this stuff, because if not, you get that word stronghold means fortified city. It's like you can live locked up, like in a fortified city, in your own mind. You can be trapped. You can be a prisoner in your own mind if you don't take control of these thoughts and take control of fear. Number three, fear boils down to confidence. At the end of the day, fear is an expression of your confidence in Satan and not God. See, fear is what happens when Satan convinces you that his will is going to be done in your life. (laughs) See, faith is what happens because fear and faith work the same way. So faith is what happens when God convinces you that his will is going to be performed in your life. Then you can live by faith where fear and faith work the same way. Fear is what happens when the enemy convinces you. And so fear and faith are both fueled by images. God is putting his images in your heart and in your mind so that you can see yourself the way he sees you. And Satan is putting his images in your thought and in your mind so that you can see yourself the way he sees you. And whichever one you have confidence in, right, is the one that you're going to walk in. So if you have confidence in God, that's called faith. If you have confidence in Satan, then that's called fear. So my question for you this Monday morning is which one will you believe? Which one are you going to express your confidence in? So uh, now that I laid the foundation, let's get into this real quick for this morning. Reasons why not, why not to fear. Reason number one, God said not to. It's really that simple. God said not to fear. So what does this mean for you today, this Monday morning? I have three quick things to share with you. God said not to fear. Three things. Number one, here we go. I've kind of dealt with this already, but I'm going to further elaborate. So number one, fear is an incapacitating force. If you allow fear to run free in your heart and in your mind, it will suffocate your life. I'm serious. This, it is an incapacitating force. John 10 and 10 
the, the Bible says, Jesus says that I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly to the full, till it overflows. Jesus wants you to have an abundant life. In that same text, the Bible says that the enemy doesn't want that. The enemy comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. So you have to make a decision which one you're going to believe, like which one you're going to have confidence in. There are people who don't live the life that God wants them to live because of fear. There are people who are afraid of getting on a plane or getting on a boat or getting in the water or getting on an elevator. <laughs> and right now, because of this coronavirus disease, there are people that are afraid of going outside and being around other people. They are plastered to the news 24-7, watching story after story about the coronavirus disease. And then Satan is telling them, this is what Satan does. People are just watching the news 24-7. And then Satan says, you see, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. Now, it hit the U.S. Watch this. Then Satan says, now it hit your state. Then Satan says, now soon it's going to hit your city. And then Satan says, soon it's going to hit your household. And if you believe that stuff, if you believe those thoughts from the enemy, then you will become a prisoner in your own mind. And pretty soon you become a prisoner in your own home. And that is not the will of God. Listen, this is not the will of God. Fear is not of God. There are 588 types of fears. And this is the stuff that fuels Satan and his kingdom. But as a born again believer, look at me. Do not open your heart to fear. Fear pleases Satan and faith pleases God. You do not have to accept fear. Fear is not of God. All right? Number two, God told you not to fear. Now listen, let me tell you something. If God tells you not to do something, don't do it. The Bible says hundreds of times, hundreds of times, the Bible says in different ways, do not fear or not to fear or do not let, allow your heart to be troubled or do not be afraid or fret not. God is so against fear that he's telling you not to allow fear to rule your heart. Why? Because if you allow fear to rule your heart, it will strip you of all your confidence towards God. Faith is all about confidence. And once you don't have any confidence, you don't have any faith. See, the Bible has called and commanded you to walk and live by faith. And you cannot be in faith and in fear at the same time. This is a point that I've made countless times, but I'm going to make it again. You need to hear it again. You cannot be in faith and in fear at the same time. Faith cancels out fear. Fear cancels out faith. You have to choose fear or faith. Which one will you walk in today? So if you read your Bible and over and over again, the God is saying, do not be afraid. Do not let your heart be troubled. Fret not. Do not be afraid. Fear not. And you see these phrases over and over and over again, then shouldn't you listen to it? Right? Why? Because faith pleases God, but fear disappoints him. When you operate in fear, you're basically telling God that you have more confidence in, in what the enemy is saying than in your God. You have more confidence in if you're going to, let's say, for example, I'll give you a real example for today and then, you know, we'll keep going. So let's say, for example, that there's somebody right now who says, man, with all this stuff going on, forget it. I'm not going outside, right? I'm a, I told my, my job, I'm going to work from home. I'm going to lock the doors. I'm sanitizing. You know, I got hand sanitizer everywhere. I got some water. I got some food. That's it. I'm not going outside, right? So what that person is saying is that I have more confidence in the threat of the coronavirus disease than in my God. I have more confidence in the disease's ability to get on me 
than, than in my God's ability to protect me. That's what you're saying. That person is, is living in fear and not in faith. So listen to me. Do not fear. Do not let your heart be afraid. The Lord your God is with you everywhere you go. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will never turn his back on you. And God is more than the whole wide world against you. God is for you. All right, number three, as I close, Jesus overcame the world for you. Uh, as I was wrapping this up, the Lord led me to John 16 and 33. I want to read John 16 and 33 for you from the Passion Bible translation. As I read this, just listen carefully and prayerfully. Listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said, everything I've taught you is so that the peace, which is in me, will also be in you. And this peace will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows. But you must be very courageous, for I have already overcome the world. So he's saying, listen, that in this world, Jesus lived in the same world we live in. He was surrounded by all the issues that we're surrounded by, and he wasn't moved by what was going on in the world. No matter what was going on on the outside, he had peace on the inside. And then he said, hey, the same peace, what's in me is going to be in you. And when you have this peace, it's going to give you confidence. When you have this peace, you'll be able to enter into rest. See, when you enter into God's rest, you are, you're telling God that my confidence is in you and I am not moved by, the, by what the world says. Now, let's just be very clear about something. Look at me. You cannot be plastered to the news 24-7 and watching you know, a bunch of stuff about and reading every article you can find on the coronavirus disease and then forget about God. Right? If you're going to just meditate and medicate on that stuff, your heart is going to be filled with fear. But if you meditate and medicate on the word of God, it will give you peace. You'll be able to enter into divine rest and you will not be moved by what this world is saying. So listen, Jesus already overcome the world. He already overcame the world. I'm sorry. If you're a born again believer, then you're in Christ and Christ is in you. The overcomer is in you. And the text says that because of it, you can be very courageous. So enter into this day with divine courage. God is on you and in you and with you and for you. Fear has no power over you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, say, Father, I live a life that is pleasing in your sight. I know faith pleases you and fear does not. You are disappointed every time I fear. Because when I fear, I'm saying to you that my situation is bigger than my God. But right now I declare that fear has no power over me. My God is bigger than any situation. My God is bigger than the coronavirus disease. My confidence is in you, Father, and this confidence overrides any negative thought that the enemy may bring my way. I refuse to live a life of fear or doubt or unbelief. I live a life of faith. I have peace on the inside, and I am not moved by what is going on in this world. As for me, 
and my household, we are shielded and protected from all harm because our God is with us everywhere we go. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on it and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Go into this day knowing that fear is not of God. God told you not to fear. Do not fear. Do not allow fear to get a hold of your heart. Fear is not for you. Operate in faith and not fear. Have courage and enter into God's rest. Do me a favor. Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. God bless you.